Ah, Brittany's taking a disco nap and she's ready to go again. Uh, I'm ready to party. I have been here. I am now part of the building. Yeah. I feel like I've already interrupted everyone at work today. We are hot off the My Talk Awards today. Yeah. My, I, what is going on with these voters? <laughs> I'm not allowed to say this, but Jeez. I've been saying this to everybody. You were robbed. 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 Brittany. I know. I can't be involved. Brittany felt like the comeback of the year, just, but maybe it was too, it wasn't literal enough. It seems like the MyTech voters do not want to make any fine point distinctions. They just want to straight up vote for a name yeah. or something that they can understand. And I think that like suits <laughs> suits was abstract enough that they liked. I think sometimes they like the abstract a teeny well, bit. Well, I think a lot of people. I mean, my mom and oh, Casey yeah. oh, were both watching Suits this fall. Julie and I were ho hum about it because we watched that show in real time ten years ago. Yeah, see, it's not. It's I guess it's your fault for being ahead of the curve. Yeah, for you, that's not a comeback. We loved our USA shows. I loved that cable channel. Oh yeah, like. I yeah, that was a wild show today. We had all sort. I mean, left yeah. and right people. Yeah. I I was shocked. Yeah, same here. And then what was the other one? We had a breakout star, which our first draft was going to be Travis Kelsey, and I, we didn't have the first draft. Donna and Steve did, and I was like, that's going to win because it's just. It's a name. It's so good. Yeah, it's, so, it's simple and to the point. And this is how the people vote. So I'm very nervous about our my ass hat of the year tomorrow uh, nomination have- for our team and also uh, the WTF. And you, for ass hat of the year, you guys have Brad's, Chad's, and those kind of dads. We want to clarify. The thin-skinned men that have been triggered by Taylor Swift being <laughs> at the Chiefs. Have come out in drones, especially now we're in the Super Bowl. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's unbelievable. We had to have David Letterman give him a scolding yesterday, but that might be that might not be black and white enough for the voters. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm wondering if it's a specific name and maybe Justin Timberlake is going to be the asshat if anyone nominated him. If we could vote right now, I think we would all I make think sure. someone did pick him. Yeah, no, no. Bradley and Don picked um, him. JT? Yeah, but the problem is, is like, we had... When we voted. When we yes. voted, we were... I, there was nothing. We weren't as mad at him as even we are today. Yes, exactly. Um, hint, hint. Uh, then also, so we have the WTF award. Do you want me to go through what you guys? Please. Yep. Uh, Jason Alexis did Saltburn. Donna and Steve did Elon buys Twitter and change his name to X. See, now the Academy could have nixed that one because he was asshat of the year last, last year. year. This is true. Wow. This is true. Look I'm just that. saying Look if they, that. the Academy wants to, you know, somebody's like, been doing their homework. Uh, Bradley and Don did the woman in me. See, I things. think the book will be too obscure of yeah. a thing. Yeah. Based on, on how all, everything else has been voted on. And then we have a Zempic, which is great. But I mean, where did that even come from? It came in hard and fast, and everybody claims they are are are, are not on Olympic. Yeah, but no, suddenly there's a lot of thin people around. It's it's a little coincidental. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know if they have a plan. What if it's all tied? Oh, I mean, I guess it could be tied a three way tie. Donna and no Donna and Steve. If they took one, one they would win. They would win. Yeah. So yeah. They'd have to go O for tomorrow. Yeah, Whew. yeah, because we're at Jason and Alexis are two, Donna and Steve three, The Adventures of Bradley and Don one, Lo J two. Yeah, 
It's it's been a wild ride. It's probably been the highlight of my career, if you can no. call what I'm doing a career. <laughs> Don't say that. It There's really bigger things to come. Never has Way been, never bigger. will be. Way I, bigger. Listening to you guys talk and argue and laugh, I've been having a blast yeah. in the morning. Do you think King Chuck is going to stick for Charles? Because I really want people just to refer to him as King Chuck. Hands down. That's <laughs> the only way I'm going to refer to him now, especially with his giant comeback. What? What? I know. No, I was LOLing so hard. He must have really worked the pity vote on that one. But Just to prove a point because it was such a bad pick. Yeah, yeah don't worry. We, that was, we were, no one was worried about that he one being come back. gloating about second place as if it means anything. It really is funny. It means nothing. <laughs> That's so true. You might as well have third or fourth. It's meaningless. We're trying to loser. fill the time on the airwaves by going over the percentages to stretch it out <laughs> and fill that whole entire hour for Jason and Alexis. I will say this, though, as we go into you know next year, I think thinking about this, like the strategy of what cuts things in half. And the kind of pivoting, you're so good with pivoting. Like if you see that there are three votes, like I think that's why Flowers won is that there was two that were just too good that they got they cut the vote in half and let Flowers go ahead. And I love Flowers, but it does it wasn't top of mind. Well, but it was the number one song yeah. as far as like streams and everything. And it has been out for so long. It came out last April. I'm mad that I didn't draft that one because that was sitting there, and that was when I was texting julia and yes. she was doing laundry or washing <laughs> her hair or whatever she was doing on 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 draft day well you actually know you're i uh, don't give your beat yourself up that much because you had fourth pick that that time and you went with a different route with i'm just ken which ended up being a great pick because yeah. it ended up like uh, it, it was get almost, nominated for an oscar so i guess if i'm looking for any vindication right I would agree and mm-hmm. also like you have to go off the beaten path because if you know these are bangers getting put in there little boothing is an earworm i've never experienced that i literally walk in my life and just hear that over and over flowers was a sincerely great song yeah cruel summer iconic kicked off the yeah. you know the heiress tour that was the first song of the heiress tour I'm just Ken was one of those sneaky ones that I thought you might kind of like a flower breaking through the cracks but of the was, cement. It's, even though it got nominated for an Oscar, it, you really have to like a prog rock song. Yeah, but what's funny about it is... Because that song is the definition of that. It's funny because it's actually a good song. Even though it's comedic and mm-hmm. all that stuff, when you listen to it, you go, that's mm-hmm. kind of beautiful. I would yeah. say the only thing holding it back is what we were kind of laughing about is no radio airplay. You're not going to play that. We were saying, I have to uh, apologize to my husband. We were joking about where to play it. And I was saying maybe in the bedroom, but Justin wants me to no. confirm that it's only for before with a bedroom for us. Yeah. 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 Um, it's not a sexy song. It's not exactly a sexy song, but uh, I think, I think sometimes, especially if you're a fourth round pick, you gotta go a little zany. I can't wait for it all to be over. Quite yeah. frankly, this- I, just because I'm my uh, the ADD that I don't have is kicking in for this. Okay, <laughs> I am I'm obsessed, and I feel like I love listening. I love listening. You guys all talk with each other as like a, a my talk nerd love. Yeah, no, it's been fun, and I like listening to. Maybe it's because you know I have to be on the air again tomorrow. And yeah, I just want. Someone else to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could, you know what? Because uh, we'll we'll just um, 
we'll throw Casey on tomorrow for you, oh. and you can just tell him what to say. And hey, watching him try to repeat it will be hilarious. Yeah, I know. He's like, do you have to do your radio thing this morning? <laughs> I'm like, yes, Casey, I have to do the radio thing. I'm going to take the house phone out, you know, because we still have a landline. Yeah. Um, and I said, I'm going to take the house phone out to the garage and talk. And then when I go drive to my blowout, I'll switch to the cell phone. He goes, oh, that's a plan. Does it work out in the garage? I go, yeah, the landline phone remarkably does work in the garage. You sound great. Yeah, it's perfect. No, you're definitely doing it the right way. I think calling in is perfect. Oh, it's I just- can imagine that Jason and Alexis love it, too, because that's a whole less hour they have to do any work for i mean i don't and, yeah. i don't know why they don't ever do any of this stuff in the afternoon i <laughs> we get that hour in uh project down in dirty yeah that's when we get it that's yeah. true. one hour no two hours yeah yeah that's your big break is you yeah. have you when you go live with people elsewhere then you get that two hour break that's right all right listen when we come back it's our shit enough of Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our story we can't get enough of. I wanted to do this for you, Brittany, because um, this story has just brought us so much joy. And that has been the whole rom-com, the wonderful, the fun romance between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Everything. It's just been a blast. Yes. And the thin-skinned people out there need to get a flipping grip. Listen. This is just a romance. It's life it's fun. What is there to be mad about? It's literally lifestyle porn. Uh-huh. This is, I want to watch them do everything. I would watch them do their taxes. I would, the idea that she's going to get off the stage, jump in her jet, and go to her, watch her boyfriend in the Please. Super Bowl. So cute. That's so all great. I, I don't care about and then anything about else. All the 13s that add up. I know. Dead. February 11th is 13th. 
Super Bowl 58, 5 and 8 is 13. 13 yes. hours difference between 49ers, 49. 49er, I mean, Plus, this is her 13th game she's gone right. to. That one is crazy. I, love it. I know. Well, Travis Kelsey, I'm kind of surprised he didn't have this conversation on his own show with his brother, but he, I guess, this is the biggest sports uh, podcast out there, the Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um this we got this audio from uh GMA and uh, yeah Travis sat down with Pat on the Pat McAfee show talking about Taylor Swift talking about the Super Bowl just talking about being in the spotlight so here we go 10 days away from the chance to win his third Super Bowl Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey is locked in on the big game. Football is my main focus right now. There's a lot of people counting on me in this building, in this city, in this organization. This year in Las Vegas, there will be a lot of fans locked in on Kelsey. Not just for his Hall of Fame-worthy talent and resume, but for his relationship with Taylor Swift. Kelsey candidly sharing the challenges of this brighter spotlight on the Pat McAfee show. It's exciting for me, but it was all brand new, man. I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I've from having the paparazzi follow me every single day into work to, you know, just uh, everybody having their having my name on their talk show every single day, whether it's sports, whether it's not sports. Um, you know, it's just been a, it's been a crazy, crazy ride. I could have never anticipated, man. But um, I'm having fun with it. Kelsey and Swift breaking the internet with their affectionate on-field celebration after the Chiefs clinched their spot in the Super Bowl. Swift's presence at Chiefs games has repeatedly caused a frenzy. Though she's typically shown on screen for around just 25 seconds per game, according to a New York Times analysis, some have called it a distraction. Kelsey says he and Taylor do hear the hate. We're just uh, we're two people in a relationship uh, supporting each other and having fun with it, man. It's it's nothing more than that. She's dealt with it forever, and we hear it, but we hardly ever talk about it. It's, uh, it's nothing to even talk about. Headed to their fourth Super Bowl in five years, Kelsey knows he and the Chiefs have a target on their backs. We got to become that, that team that has the grit and has the fire in their heart to be able to find ways to win at the end of ball games, man. We just got to we got to feed that beast and turn turn that into being, you know, the villain of the NFL. And sure enough, man, we're uh, we're right back to the Super Bowl with that kind of mentality, man. He insists no matter what, he's staying focused. This is my number one focus at the time to be able to, you know, uh, and on top of that, I have a it's in my heart to be able to pour everything I got out there on the field. All right, for those hoping Aww. for her. It's so good. And then Robin and George go on to talk about where all these people who are clutching their, you know, Pearls, bandanas yeah. or wallets or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and she's just like, I don't get it. But I'm glad to know that Travis and Taylor, TNT, they don't care about it one damn yeah. bit. I love that they say they don't talk about it. And it's what's they? to talk about. Yeah. It's nothing. They, it's none of their, any, their business to what people think of them. I also go, yeah. They have a beautiful life where they get to perform their at their height of their careers in front of each other. I mean, she's maybe the best wife or girlfriend of an athlete we've ever seen. I, I mean, agree. so fun. Okay, so I do have to say, I went to two softball games of Justin's while we were dating. Yeah. So, like, I get where she's at. Yeah. <laughs> As a celebrity, it is daunting to yeah. go to his softball game. Yeah, yeah. It's like looking in a mirror. And you know what? You just have to celebrate your loved ones. Yeah. He also told Pat McAfee that they'd known each other for about a month. Yeah. 
before the Chicago Bears game. Yeah. And three days before the game, he asked her if she wanted to go to the game. And she's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so cute thinking about them curled up in bed uh, and asking, like, you want to come to my game? game? Yeah. <laughs> As much as Pat McAfee has been in the limelight with this Aaron Rodgers thing, they didn't play any of it, but I did watch this actual interview. Yeah. And Pat McAfee is all on board with this. He's like, it's good for the NFL. It's good for you. It's good for everybody. So they didn't play that part of it. I love how yeah. GMA sp- kind of left Pat McAfee's voice out of all the questions right, that he they asked. They, they purposely did that, I think, for a reason. But yeah. in that interview, he con- continually supported the situation and t- Put and said the same thing that we've all been saying with these Brad's dads and Chad's. Let it go. This is awesome. This is great for the NFL. This is great for them. So it was nice to hear Pat but say that. How about that? That the New York Times d- does a deep dive into how many seconds is Taylor's twenty five, right? An average of twenty five seconds, and that's per making game. You, and that's and making that's, you mad. And that's making you wow. crazy. Wow. And then in return, those twenty five seconds have brought $335 million of brand exposure to the NFL and the Chiefs. Wow. You know who should be mad, and we talked about this, is us Swifties. Because <laughs> I don't have a lot of extra time in my schedule. This this Sunday is the Grammys. Right. Next week, I have to watch the Super Bowl Right, now. which like you would not be su- watching. Yeah, yeah, the other day I was at Shields, ended up spending 20 minutes watching the last game because I was like, well, we got to sit and watch this until T-Swift... I'm exhausted, okay? And again, like Jess mentioned out there, thank God she didn't fall for a baseball player. They play way too many games. (laughs) So, So like, if anybody's mad, it's me. I've got so much. I have a child and a husband and a job. Like, I can't, but I'm going to because I'm dedicated. Yeah, and I'm kind of glad that it doesn't work out for him to go with her to the Grammys because yes. Sunday is check-in day for both the teams in yes. Las Vegas. Yeah. Team meetings, whatever is going on. The Grammys is, is Sunday and you know, it's like starts at five because West coast time and everything. And you know, she, I, the thing I really appreciate too about what we've seen of their relationship She's not sitting around in Kansas City waiting for him to go. She flies back to New York. She goes out yeah. with her girlfriends. She goes to Electric Lady Studio and re-recording whatever thing she's doing. I mean, she's she's still doing everything. Now she's, I'm sure, doing some we maybe got doing Tokyo some prep. running. Yeah, she's running, got cardio, cardio back in the game. For, for Tokyo because she leaves for um, Tokyo like the day after the Grammys. So... We and we've talked about this too. That Grammys thing could go either way. If he went to that, we we, we both agree that we're kind of glad he doesn't because, of course, if something happens at the game, they'll say, "Well, because he was distracted." So this will take that element off totally the table. Off the table. They're Love both it. just doing their things and their respective things. She'll go. I kind of. I mean, she's never really walked red carpets. She went to the Golden Globes Mm -hmm. way back with Joe Alwyn, but they didn't walk the red carpet. Yeah. She's always just gone solo on the red carpet, and I think that's good uh, red carpet strategy for her. That's all we need. But it will be nice when he finally retires and can be a full-time boyfriend. Yeah, I agree. I I have a speculation. If he wins, (laughs) if he wins this Super Bowl... He's going to join her on tour? He could join... Well, he could could retire with his brother, which hasn't been official, but they might... I I, I think he could... You think he would retire right now? He's 36. 
he's got three. If he wins three Super Bowl wins, Gronk isn't retired. Isn't he thirty four? The same age as or, yeah. Excuse me, Jason's thirty six. He's yeah. thirty four. You're right. But still, I could see it. It's just a speculation. I I agree. I Why mean, not just go out on top? Yeah, you. I could. would love that for Taylor. Anyway. <laughs> me too. I would love that. They can go out in the sunset together. <laughs> All right, when we come back. We got to talk about somebody. I'm calling Dustin Timberflop. Ugh. All right, here's your heads up. Today's February 1st, so we have one month left of Jersey Boys, which is just a fantastic musical at the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. And maybe you haven't made a plan for Valentine's Day or a February birthday or an anniversary. Going to a show at the Chan is highly recommended. It's a fun place to celebrate. They have amazing um, food, and then you can get a grasshopper or a pink squirrel for dessert opening uh, March 1st on the main stage. It's beautiful. The Carol King musical. If you love Jersey Boys, this is a show you're not going to want to miss. You're going to hear so much great music that you will know. It's all this music from the 60s, but then you're going to hear this incredible story of this young girl, Carol King, from Brooklyn, who sold her first song at age 15 and goes on to become a two-time rock and roll Hall of Famer. Uh, this show is amazing. Go to ChanhassenDT.com for tickets. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That is Britney Spears, not our Britney. And she is singing a song called Liar. And Liar is climbing um, up the charts. It's uh, moved up. Past Justin Timberlake's Cry Me a River. And last night, old JT performed in New York City because he's got an album coming out and he was on SNL. And I'm so mad that I didn't make the connection that 20 years ago was the Super Bowl with Janet Jackson and where he did her dirty. But last night before he performed Cry Me a River... He um, absolutely decided to be um, the unhinged, ridiculous, and really narcissistic, cowardly man that he is. And he he said, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely bleeping nobody before he started singing Cry Me a River. Now, he knows anything he says before Cry Me a River which is the song he wrote about Britney Spears. And had the lookalike in the music in the video. Music. He knows, you know, everyone knows that it's connected. So he slams Britney, who posted, and yes, she did take it down, but she posted a fan note on, what day were you here when we were talking? Monday. Monday. Yes. And Julia was out and she was like, I really love when Justin's on SNL and I like this song, uh, Selfish, even though her fans had made her song Selfish go ahead of hers. And, you know, uh, and I and Sanctified is really good. Did a whole PS, did this whole thing. And then three days later. Yeah. He does that two days later. Oh. Two days later. I will absolutely bleeping apologize to nobody. 
I am like, Laura, you and I, Ugh. it's not, we've never hidden our disdain for Justin Timberlake. <laughs> but I told myself, hey, if, if his new music is good, I'm going to give him mm. some grace. Uh, I don't think Selfish was good. So I like, I thought it was just okay. Not good enough for me to be like, I'm ready to listen to Justin Timberlake again. Cry Me a River is a really good song. But like what it represents means I don't really listen to it anymore. When he did this, Britney Spears was so gracious when she wrote about him and even was like, oh, I laugh so hard when you do these skits. I'm so glad you're back on SNL. I was astonished I that was she too, wrote it. I was but like, you said she has a soft spot for a soft spot for him. She completely does. Mm-hmm. In the book, all I kept reading is you could be so much meaner to this guy. But I think it's because it was her first love. We all are a little crazy for our first love. I think she still thinks of him kindly. The way that she wrote about in the book, most of the things she even like would give excuses for him in the book being like, you know, I understand he was at this point in his career and I understand like he had this kind of pressure on him. So it is wild to me that he had any amount of grace. If you this is the kind of man, if you give him any grace, any sort of ego goes straight to his head, yep. and he thinks he's back at the JT from the early 2000s. No, no, and you're not, you're sir. Not, you're, you're not. Lo- you're not. Like, you're going to call you Dustin Timberflop um, <laughs> for quite a while. He, it's like, dude, you always have to bring up Britney yeah. to get attention. It right? is. And I, in 2013, he was performing, uh, I think, I don't know where he was performing. Um, but be, right before he sang Cry Me a River, he does this little thing. And of course, the internet's got the receipts where he was just like, you know, you think you found the woman, you think to find the one, and then you find out she's really just a bitch. And then he sings Cry Me a River. That <laughs> happened in 2013. Oh. So today, when Brittany posted on, was it her Instagram stories? Yep, her Insta- not her stories. It's just her Instagram. Just her Instagram. Someone told me, someone was talking bleep about me on the streets. Do you want to bring it to the court or will you go home crying to your mom like you lid- like you did last time? I'm not sorry. I And it, it's so good because the, the picture is like a reference to basketball court. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's talking about like bring it to the courts, you know, like because his obsession with he thinks no, he's a basketball player. Remember they in the book, yeah. in her book. No, this is to Bradley and Don's WTF moment. In yeah. the book, she revealed that Cry Me a River was actually a biographical ballad. Yeah. About JT's traumatic post basketball cry yes. after she beat him in a one on one game. Yeah, she writes <laughs> that in the book. That's, yeah, that's a good point. So I kinda... he's so salty because he has been trying to rewrite the narrative that he, <laughs> and that's why he did the video that he did. It oh. is you're right. I I think the only currency he knows how to use is, is Britney. Britney Spears and other women. Yes. I, 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 that's where he's gotten. That's where we just go. Oh, I guess your notes app apology wasn't all that. I mean, sincere. why does she have to be dragged over and over because he can't handle reality? I know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. And, and coming up on the anniversary of the 20th anniversary of the Super Bowl when Janet Jackson was left out to dry. And I'll let you know that this Grammys is the 20th anniversary of. The week after the Super Bowl, and Justin and and Janet Jackson was going to perform a tribute to Luther Vandross yeah. at the 2004 Grammys. However, due to the whole thing with 
between Janet and JT at the Super Bowl, um, where her breast with a nipple ring was briefly revealed. She was blacklisted by CBS parent company, Viacom. Les Moon, CBS president, led the charge, and her invitation to the Grammys was rescinded. Despite his involvement, JT was still invited and used one of his um, appearances to apologize for his part in it. Yeah. Not a defense of Janet Jackson. Not one word for not their one, But just a weenie. And CBS put the whole Grammys on a five-minute delay. Yeah. And so, I mean, the, the fact that he got to go and she didn't is still incredibly enraging when you think about it. It's so classic. When Okay, and I again, <laughs> okay. If he came out, I mean, I know he came out with his little notes app apology, but if he would have come out and said, hey, I was scared. I did what I thought I had to do to survive. I feel terrible. Of course, course we'd be like, I get it. You were young in the business. You weren't still. But he the fact that he can literally go on stage. And so I owe nobody an apology. Are you sure? I will absolutely bleeping apologize to no one. I mean, he doubled down on that. And, you know, I still think the most damning thing that Brittany writes about Justin in the book is that she writes that he slept slut shamed her then yeah and he does it now and he doesn't get it no to me that is the thing that if if he had any sense of anything where he could feel shame yeah. he I would be feeling deeply ashamed about that and trying to figure out how to look at that and make it right and and he doesn't get it. He's still doing it. No. And and when she signed off on all of this on Monday and was like, you know what? I like the song. He was hilarious on Sunday. A part our Saturday Night Live. A part of me goes, Brittany, if 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 B Spears is over this, I need to be over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if he makes a good song, like it's time to like start starting to let him mentally into a space because I he is fun on the movie Trolls. Like, there's things he's doing where I go, I know. I, we didn't want her to apologize. His actions were offensive. They yes. continued to be offensive. No, but I'm just saying, like, that was a, like a, 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 a tiny inch of me going, okay, yeah. maybe. But like, after this, yeah. done. Done. Burn. And she deleted the her post yeah. and went hard and at him. And all she did in her book is tell her truth. Exactly. And he obviously is just, you know, childish, but pissed about oh, it. Oh, for sure. And it's funny. I think some of the most offensive things, though, for him are what would bug him the most is she'll say, yeah, the way he talked, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up? You know, like, I bet you that cuts him to the core because Probably. he thought he was so cool. Yeah, he did. And, you know, he's only apologized to Britney once back in 2021 after that New York Times framing Britney Spears came out, which was sort of the tip of the iceberg in getting yeah. the free conservatorship. And he deleted this Instagram uh, post a long time ago. Um, but, you know, that 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 he this is what he said in that message. I've seen the messages, tags, comments and concern. And I want to respond. I mean, so unnecessary, all of that. Yes. I'm deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problems where he spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited from a system that condones 
misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women, and I know I failed. Never reached out to either one of them. No. Somebody, a team crafted that. He doesn't talk like that. No. So it's just lip service. Uh, Dustin Timberflop, you're dead to us. You're dead to us. You are like officially the door was. And I love. I unlocked the door for a half second. second. And Mm -hmm. it's locked again. The door is shut. Goodbye. Good luck, sir. I agree. I agree. And also, I love that uh, Brittany shaded him so hard. Me too. And she came in. Hard. hard that was so good yeah i'm not sorry love that you are queen yeah mother has spoken yeah i know and also you know his fans will say well she's obsessed with him he is the one every chance he gets yeah he always knows anytime he says anything before cry me a river it's the britney thing and he can never not just do the song and like here's the thing or leave it oh, out yeah. oh she he needs her yeah but also like okay what if she is whatever then that hurts even more when he comes at her like that or mentions anything around yeah. cry me a river in fact Oh, it's such a good song, but retire it. Yeah. I don't know, but it's a good song. Yeah. But don't say anything. Don't say anything. anything. Just play that play song. Play the yeah. song and don't say you don't anything. Need, exactly. He never knows how to take the high road. He doesn't Ever. have access to it. His brain will not allow him on the high road. The road is closed the to him. The road is closed to him. <laughs> All right, listen, we come back. Um, it's the end of a road for uh, a Amazing TV show. Yeah. Uh, the finale, the final season starts this Sunday night. We've got a little bit uh, from Larry David. Hey, everybody. It's Lori here for Learning RX with seven locations in the metro area. And um, you should know that with brain training from Learning RX, anyone can become a better learner. They help kids and adults build stronger brain skills and overcome learning issues that they may have and they have an unconventional approach to reading it's nothing like tutoring but the idea is that you're giving your brain a workout and strengthening those skills and maybe it's attention span maybe it's reading maybe it's absolutely math maybe it's adhd you're not, you're like, I don't know the medication. We're not sure about that. I feel like my kid is smart in these other areas. Take the test or have them take the test. Uh, 952-949-6900. Mention Laurie and Julia. A show to bring a smile to your face if you're a fan. Curb your enthusiasm. An improv show that's been on 12 seasons, yeah. but like over like maybe 18 years or something. Yeah. It, sometimes it would take some Long pauses and Larry David, JB Smoove, of course, uh, Cheryl Hines, who's married to that absolute basket cave, uh, case, RFK Jr. Right. Um, Ted Danson shows up, Vince Vaughn. It's just a cat, Susie Essman. I mean, it is a funny show. It's so funny, and you just always have to, like, you watch it. And you roll your eyes. You just go, don't, don't do that. Don't oh my do God. It. Larry, Larry, what are you Larry. Doing? And, and Larry, he can't of help course, himself. He created with, uh, you know, Seinfeld, the Seinfeld show. Yes. And, you know, so that he's got Seinfeld money. And I it just, it boggles the mind to think that they block where they're going to shoot a scene, but there's 
no scripts other than the general idea of what mischief or what situation Larry's going to be doing and they just have to improv react to it. And it's so funny too, because there's so many conversations had where you go, yeah, I, if so, society would have let me, I would have those conversations sometimes. Like mm-hmm. even there was a talk around, there was a one phone charger and when does the next person get to go? Like what percent? Is it 30%? Like me and my nanny kids have fought over yeah, yeah, the yeah. phone charger in my car. Cause they're like, Brittany, you're at 50%. Like it's time for us to get to some get of this. in there. And it's so funny. Well, Larry David sat down with Hoda and Savannah, but before he ga- came out, he like came out of the side and he like a fake choked Elmo. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny, but that's why Larry David is trending for a lot of this Elmo stuff, which is just just a funny like little bit. And Elmo, because I don't know, I think the day before Elmo like did some kind of oh yeah tweet to the world about I feel for you, you know, and I see you or some kind of emotional well-being it was he did like a check-in he's like how's everybody doing today and the things that people responded with elmo was like okay well i'll check back in tomorrow like oh my god it was kind of cute but here's larry david uh and you can tell that hoda and savannah have kind of a crush on larry david they are crushed they're giggling and sitting so close together on the couch as they're quizzing him about the last Season of Curb, which starts this Sunday on HBO and the next day on Max. Lair, it's your final season. I know. Lair. We're season, kind yes. of bumming. Yeah. That it's the end. Yeah. Bumming. Yeah. Are yeah. you bumming? No. Well, why is it the end? <laughs> yeah, why did you no decide that? No one's end it. I think, you know, I'm almost ready for a nursing home. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, it's a little old for a grown man to be acting like that. You know, <laughs> you know what your colleague J.B. Smoove said? He says, he says this, I think he's going to get home, sitting around his fancy living room with his fancy little coffee table, drinking one of those espressos with his legs yeah, crossed yeah. over. Look at his legs yeah. crossed over. And he's like going to get bored. Yeah. He's going to get bored, and Larry's going to call everyone one at a time, and maybe two years from now, maybe three, maybe four, I don't know, but Larry always gets bored. So you're going to, he thinks it's going to come back again. Yeah, no, 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 this, you know, no, nobody believes me. I don't understand it. But people don't believe me. This, this is it. This is it. This is, yes, it. This is it. the finale. Now, Larry, another thing that you love to talk about, finales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you stressed out about doing this finale mm-hmm. and giving Curb a proper send off? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, if I may be honest. Yeah. Say more about that. Which I don't like being, frankly. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, there was some uh, some to do about the the Seinfeld. Finale. Yeah, there was a to do. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, but can you give us a little hint? Like, no, I can't. Why? No, I can't. Because you don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. Anyway, they just—I yeah. don't think they have any conversations with anybody else where they get such yeah. honest I answers, know. and no. they're crushing Lair and tell us, and they're just giggling. I'm just like, yeah. That is so Larry David. That's the show. And, you know, it's so funny because he's a contrast so much in his industry. I mean, in those worlds, especially morning shows, it's fluff. A lot of times it's tell. Oh, my God. Yes, I am so excited to be here. And he's giving them just pure Larry David. No, I'm not telling you. Are you bumming the show is ending? No, no, (laughs) no. People say I'm going to do that. I'm probably not. I don't know. And are you? Yeah. Well, it's just. Can you? Can do? When he said, "Can you tell us what's going to happen?" Yeah. No. No. Why? Because I don't want to. Right. 
Oh my! Oh, I love it. Anyway, love that show. And um, if you've never watched it, you can jump on board any any time. They're 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 great for. It's just a funny funny show. And if you are a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan and you would like something similar, yeah. there is a great show that's on Showtime or Paramount Plus episodes, which is the Matt LeBlanc. Oh, show yeah. within a show. Yeah. Very good. And then the other one I'm thinking is the, um, you know, Valerie, the one that Lisa Kudrow. Oh, um, where she played oh, the, it's so the coolest good. Um, sitcom star, Valerie Cherish, but oh. I can't remember the name of the show. And so if you really like it, Kirby, the comeback, the comeback, it's so you will cringe. Your face Cringe off. and laugh. It's so funny. I love that yeah. show. Did you watch episodes? With uh, no, LeBlanc? I haven't. I have it written down right now it, because you said that. It is a is damn it's- delight. And it's this British couple. It was a show that aired in the UK and they brought it. And it is it is just Matt LeBlanc playing himself. Joey as kind of the washed up friend star who can't get a job. And it's about these two writers who have to try and write him a show. Yeah. And it seems like you're going to Joey's house in Malibu. I mean, it's lots of people drop in. It is laugh out loud funny. And like that cringy kind of Very feel. Very much so. Oh, I love. Really, really good. Um, and speaking of funny, um, Abbott Elementary gave us a tease of their very first uh, episode, and I think that's coming back on the air maybe next week, maybe next uh, Thursday. It's coming. I'm amazed at how yeah, fast. February 7th. Yeah, February seventh. How fast? Of course, you know the shows. They just boom as soon as the writer strike was over. But it's a very funny uh, trailer, and um, uh, the the character, you know, Jeremy. Not Jeremy. I'm trying to think of his name on the show. The guy who played the Chris Rock, and I'm just Chris. What's yeah. that actor's name? Anyway, he and Quinta Brunson's character kind of dance around each other. He has a big crush on big him. Big crush on him. And he's in the principal's office and he's kind of flexing his arms and trying to, you know, wondering if he should lean in this year to being the sexy teacher. And she tells him, okay, put down your arms, Jeremy Allen Black. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler James Williams is his yeah, name. Tyler oh, James. He's, yeah. It's so, that principal. That line right there so is why, why, why. You have to watch. We'll the watch. writing on that show is <laughs> pristine. So, and that has a Curb Your Enthusiasm flair to it, too, in that it is kind of has that show within a show kind of a thing. And the awkwardness Feels, of it yeah. and the principal just being and breaking like, the camera, the abs- fourth wall. Absolutely. The principal completely being the most inappropriate person on that show and yeah. not caring and having like 40 side gigs. Yes. Yeah, so Love good. everything about it. So take a look at that. If you want to get excited for your Abbott elementary. Oh, fun. And, um, also we both, um, Brittany and I looked at the um, trailer for Bridgerton that we got, and it was just like, is that it? Yeah, they couldn't have given us less. Less of a sneak peek. I want to know like, if people will be watching Bridgerton, because it started off with a bang. Based on the sneak peek? No. 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 They are going to need to give us more. It lacks the one thing it used as yeah. currency, which was sex. This sex. one just felt like blah. Blah. So we'll see. All right, we'll be back.